to episode number two of Veiled Arts Unveiled. I am Damien. And I'm Sarah. And last time we were talking a lot about energy and we're going to continue this conversation of energy. And um, since the last episode, something interesting happened to me. Um, I was walking into the store and all of a sudden it's like the lights became brighter it's like I felt like I walked through something and then all of a sudden I felt this uh sense of like um like sadness and dread you know and I've experienced this before and then all of a sudden my energy it's like at the core of your being it just kind of it diminishes you know and I'm like kind of going to like a little bit of a panic because I'm like, oh my God, can I even drive home? It's only like two minutes away from the store. But, um, and I came home and, and then, you know, I had to ground out, I grabbed some sage and, uh, you know, I figured out what it was. There was an earthbound spirit, um, in there. And for all the metaphysical people who understand that, um, and mediums understand, you know, what earthbound spirits are, spirits that are still, um, here in this physical plane, and I've had a lot of experience with dealing with earthbound spirits um, and how they've actually tried to, you know, use me as a battery before. And one point in time, I was going through uh, shamanism. Um, I was going through the, the nine rites, and I think I was going through the second level, and I would... Uh, I would be going to work and I'd be fine. And then I would come home and I would just be exhausted. As soon as I stepped into my apartment, I had, I just would go right to the couch in the living room and fall asleep. And I'd sleep for a couple hours and I'd wake up and I would just take a shower and that's all the energy I had. And I'd go right back to sleep until the next day and go to work, you know, and seemingly I, I felt like, okay, Maybe it was uh, my willpower, and you know, I had to, I had to work. So, and I, I kind of attribute to like I was working long days at the at that point, really long days, and this went on for about two weeks. You know, weekends didn't leave the house, so exhausted. And then, I uh, there was an adept that they assigned to me to help me through the process of the second level of shamanism, and you know, she asked me a series of questions and she taught me some different things to guard my energy. She showed me the cascarilla powder, the eggshell powder, where to apply it and, uh, how to create like an energy around me to, uh, shield myself. And for years I would, uh, ritually, ritualistically, you know, consistently practice guarding my energy in this way. And I've come across many different uh instances variations of things that have tried to use me as a battery so i've like become like an expert at this at this point and it's been a while since that happened to me and you know um because at some point in time i just told myself like oh everything is intention you know everything uh I don't need to have rituals. I don't need to do this and everything. And and then this year I've um, went through a process of doing more, even deeper, like shadow work and healing, inner healing. And I've had even newer instances and different instances where my energy has been, you know, uses a battery is manipulated. And I think through that, it's kind of like left me at a at a state of openness and vulnerability. So then, of course, I had to um, start continuing these practices. And I've learned that it's a consistency every day of guarding your energy. And we'll, we'll get into reasons why you need to guard your energy in different instances and how your energy can be affected by other people. But getting back to that, what was interesting about that story too, is that um, there was, there was a practice that I learned 
uh, a method I learned uh, one night and and um one of the rites that I received in shamanism around this time. And I contacted, I had a, an experience where I've actually cleared someone unknowingly. Um, well, I wouldn't say unknowingly, really, but it's like I knew, but it was more of something that happened uh, spontaneously, at least to my conscious mind. It was something that I wasn't trying to do, but I kept having these dreams about this person that I know. And I was like giving her a hug, you know, she was dealing with some like addictions and stuff at the time and um, reminded me a lot of my late sister who, who dealt with the same addictions. And, um, and then it all just hit me. Like it all was absorbed into me one night. I felt it. I knew like that person just came into my mind and like, you know, every, all the heaviness inside of them just like absorbed into me and of course like i never done i never experienced that before so i started freaking out but through the conversation of my mentors like right hand um which is crazy because i was thinking about her about contacting her and then she contacted me never had a conversation with this person before <laughs> and, then, and then they contacted me um in that moment you know, and they helped me through it. And then I found out through that instance is that what happened to me before when I was being so exhausted was that there was earthbound spirits around me and they were using me as a battery. And what kind of made me mad is that they knew about it and they waited like two weeks to assign me someone that should help me. They as in your like mentor. Yeah, yeah. to help me with it. I'm like, they oh, okay. They could see the earthbound spirits. Yeah. And that wouldn't be the last time that I've experienced such a thing. You know, I mean, I've experienced it in other ways, other types of energies. And I just all, you know, I chalked it up to even the most horrible experiences uh, um, as an understanding you know, it just, I grew to understand different energies and what happened and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I can identify it. Right. And now. I think that there's like two things. There's the earthbound spirit, but also the transfer of energy through a hug or a conversation or something like that. We can become drained by people. Right. Us. Not just earthbound spirits. So there's, um, the people, mm -hmm. people is more common. And even people who are not metaphysical minded or more <clears throat> spiritual minded, you know, um, it, it, it happens to you all the time and you might not even recognize it. And here's, and here's just an easy example of how it happens in your day to day, how you would allow it to happen. Say that someone comes in with some kind of like, you know, hyper angry energy, you know they're explaining something and everything and and now where everybody may have been calm in that moment this person enters into the the room and and now you're angry you know just as it's very vague just feel anxious or hyper or anxious something. hyper now now mm -hmm. that's without being like very empathetic and being able to feel other people's energy mm -hmm. um is is just like it's a it's a likeness it's a similarity now through my process of healing, mm -hmm. um, I would say that I've earlier this year, um, cause I've done a lot of shadow work over the years, but I was always like half in half out. And I decided, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going full in now. And I got to get the rest of whatever the pit of, you know, whatever's in there out negativity, mm -hmm everything and shadow work i guess for those who don't know is work that you're like inner work that's what it is you're lo you're looking inside you what's hiding in there um what's affecting you that you're not realizing and trying to figure it out get it out right shadow work now for instance um i was met with a situation that reminded me so much of my childhood two spectrums my <clears throat> childhood and like my father, you know, was a played a very big role in the traumatic experiences in my childhood. So through my healing, you know, and understanding, which I, I didn't really start to understand it until a couple of years ago, 
to really put words to it. I just, I just had a kind of a knowing, you know what I mean? Of, of, of a direction I wanted to go to. And now that I, I understand it, it's easily more identified, but see, I came up against uh, situations that brought out a lot of anger in me. Now I, I would never act out on my emotions. So I would sit there and think about it. I was like, why do I feel, why do I feel this way? And that's like a very good basis of understanding shadow work. It's just sitting there thinking like, okay, I feel a certain way. Now let me figure out what, I, why I feel that way in this moment. And a lot of people in their, their consciousness and their, their evolution of their consciousness, they might, they, uh, people might not be too that um, evolved in their awareness as of yet to where they will s simply sit and contemplate why they feel a certain way. Right, because it's not comfortable to sit there and, and have to reflect or think about Absolutely. why you feel a certain way and get to the core of it. It, it might be already uncomfortable to be like, why do, am I angry? when i'm in this situation that reminds me of my childhood or something exactly. that happened just for example it's already uncomfortable doing that but then to have to be like dig deeper and see the parallel of it exactly um, is even harder and now it takes a lot of conscious energy to do that and that's a synchronicity mm -hmm. that is a gift it's a blessing it may not seem like it because you're like well it's all these negative feelings mm -hmm. Well, earlier this year, <clears throat> I'll go back to it a while. I was in, um, I was just really going through it mentally, you know, emotionally, spiritually, um, just trying to really get dig deep and get the rest of this, you know, nastiness that's been, um, within my, me since, you know, I was a child my whole life. And in that desperation, I asked, I said, God, you know, you can use me as a tool of your bidding. You can intervene in my life please just help me get through this and then many months pass and many things happened and and i i found many situations mm -hmm. where all these feelings are being dredged up right. and now i could compound those feelings i could grow angrier you know i can act out on those emotions but where does that get me and now the, the reflection, like Sarah was saying, is very uncomfortable. But I'll tell you what's even more uncomfortable. Living your life day to day with all this negativity inside of you. You know, and even after doing so much healing, there might there's there's probably more down underneath the surface that you have not yet delved into. And that's where I was trying to get at. So what I did was, you know, I contemplated, I did a lot of meditation, and then I understood the parallels and so what i believe what was happening is that you know source of creation was like okay well if you want to do my bidding mm -hmm. if you want to help others with the gifts that i gave you well we're gonna to have to get the rest of that nastiness out of you and how do we do that i'm going to reflect back at you like a mirror through people and relationships because that is most of the time how it happens in your lessons in life mm -hmm. similar instances and now you can take those instances and you can make a choice you can lower yourself to the frequency of these negative emotions or you can use the guidance i gave you use your mm -hmm. intuition use these tools and these methods and allow yourself to Stand outside of yourself, uh, be like one with your higher self and stand outside of yourself and really see all the pieces on the board, you know, and that's what I did. And now a good measurement is when I, when I reflect on even ongoing, even though these situations are still ongoing, when I reflect or when they happen, I don't have a response in a negative way because I allow myself to use my intuition and my better judgment. And part of using your intuition is a very still quietness because it's a knowing it's a clairvoyance. It's a knowing within yourself. Mm -hmm. It's that trust, that trust within, you know, that's where the faith comes in. It's that trust within the vine, within your energetic spiritual self, not my ego, not my critical mind. It's that trust. And now, 
how can I tap into that intuition? You know, when I've got so much jumbled in my work field, in my mind. Right. Of, which is the, the nastiness that you were trying to say. Like, I, I want to make sure that it's clear, like you're not bad or nasty or anybody listening that you're not bad or nasty. It's unhealed. It's unhealed, unhealed trauma unhealed trauma unhealed hurts whatever it is that's in there that's that's what the nastiness is and and if that's there that's what's cluttering your energy your aura that has to be healed and removed or you won't be able to find that connection with now what you're trying to say. cluttering your energy and your aura you know um <clears throat> for those who know metaphysical people about chakras you know about the 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 elite the seven main chakras that go line from your spine from mm -hmm. your root up to your crown now you think about emotion now think about when you're depressed do you feel a heaviness mm -hmm. like in your chest you know even people who are not metaphysical you can you can understand that like oh you feel you feel a heaviness in your chest well so or tightness you, in your throat right when you're sad your 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 chakra centers yeah they're they're spinning they're spinning now when mm -hmm. i feel that that the, that emotion that brings you down that weight you're slowing down the gears mm -hmm. you know and then often um a lot of a lot of that energy it gets trapped within you and and the traumas typically from your 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 childhood you know when you're in your development in your first 7 years see your your subconscious mind takes a snapshot of when that event happens and it's like your three-year-old mind is trying to deal with this trauma when you were three years old and you're 37 mm -hmm. you know so your subconscious mind is going to continually typically physically through your body emotionally it's going to keep giving you it's going to keep trying to bubble up to the surface and it's going to be like hey 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 we got something here at this time, this time, this time, this time, and this time that we got to deal with, right. but I'm only capable of dealing with it at the level of a three-year-old. So I'm going to need you. So what you're, yeah. So what you're saying is like, whenever like you have a trauma, say at, at three years old, that trauma, you weren't able to process at three years old. And as you, as an adult, you're still seeing that trauma still in a three-year-old's mindset because that's when it happened to you right um so when you're trying to you feel like that negativity in your your aura and your energy that was caused by that trauma at three years old and you're not sure how to deal with it in your 30s because still in your mind that three-year-old's still hurting and the three-year-old is still trying to deal with it so you have to go back to that three-year-old yes help that three-year-old typically through regression is yeah. how you would do that and now how would you be aware of that well so that was like an initializing mm -hmm. event and then there's subsequent events after that and it's typically emotion and it first comes with a thought and then it's traveled through emotion you might have an event Mm -hmm. that happened when you were a small child and then it it, it affects the way how you socialize with people right. if it might affect like you know um a doubt within yourself or something like that and then you always check check in with yourself where you know you feel uncomfortable where you feel the doubts that you placed upon yourself right. you know where where maybe you want to do something and you feel like um you can't do something right. like you maybe you're not good enough maybe you don't have the skills or qualities you know that will take to do something and really it's just yourself holding yourself back and that's one example it's very very vague general broad example but that's can be applied to so many things right. about anything that's holding you back you know and um also you know you check in with yourself about why do I get sad at this? Why do I get angry at this? Why am I fearful of this? You know, and um, right, and it's probably something connected to going back to the trauma of a younger you, right? Right. So, like, say for example, in the transferring of energy, say you meet somebody, that person is um, struggling with substance abuse, like maybe for instance, someone that uh, hurt you in the past. And you meet that person, shake their hand, transfer energy. 
And next thing you know, I don't know why, but this person really makes me feel frightened. Um, they didn't do anything to you, but you feel frightened. You have this heightened sense of awareness or this, because now there's that energy in there that's speaking to something that happened to you before. Right. It's always, so it's a chain, chain event, um, where that's where the shadow work comes in. You're like, okay, why did I have this reaction to this situation? Shadow work. Okay. Cause it's possible that it's it's bringing unhealed wounds to the surface and mm-hmm. um nine times out of ten maybe 11 times out of ten it's really that in a young age um your emotional needs were not met and it's usually how it happens you know now when sometimes you know you have parents that may be split up and maybe you know you had one parent mm-hmm that could have been abusive, maybe an addict. And then you have one parent who is there for you and, you know, and emotionally, and then you're torn between kind of like the two. Um, Some people don't have uh, parents who, you know, either one of them either weren't in the picture or they were not, they they might've met their physical needs, but they didn't, they weren't supportive in an emotional way because it's very important that children, at an early age, really receive the emotional support and guidance that they need to be, you know, healthy adults. Now, what now what happens when you have maybe, you know, two parents or two parents just split up, maybe one of them um, might be, you know, an addict, angry, you know, um, narcissist, and then you have another parent who takes care of your physical needs, but doesn't take care of your emotional needs. Well, that child most likely will probably become a narcissist. Mm. And then you have some who become very empathetic, you know, and uh, there's a lot about the narcissist and empath dynamic. And what brings those two people together is the same thing, because like attracts like is an insecurity. Unfortunately for the narcissist, they remain a narcissist. That's that's. typically their lot in life that's that's their role to play in this life but for the empath Mm -hmm. what is a reflection of where you need to be confident and strong and have boundaries because there's typically a lot of people would suffer from codependency they would suffer from a lack of boundaries and a lack of confidence is the is is on average what a lot of people need a lot of healing from, you know, and it typically comes, you know, look from the parents. Um, And, and then later in life, um, depending on your, your spiritual evolution, you might, you might understand that may understand how to get the confidence within yourself, um, how to set boundaries and how, um, so like a lot of times like the narcissist and the empath are actually drawn together not because of what we typically think like the empath is trying to help the narcissist change it's because there's an energy that's similar within each other right it's what you're saying is some sort of insecurity um something that's hurt and not healed right um that's a it's a as an understanding not because their personality is the same or that they're compatible in that way. It's because there's hurts that aren't healed. The narcissist may never ever heal that because they're always blame somebody else. The empath will um, constantly be looking inwardly and will eventually heal that and move on. But before they look inwardly, mm-hmm. they are looking to please. Mm-hmm. they are they are that's why i say eventually yeah they they yeah. they what would happen is so so you think about this so the the right hand gives and the left hand takes that's negative and positive that's the same thing with the narcissist and the empath the narcissist is like a black hole of negativity they will continually feed continually feed and an empath mm-hmm. is typically a very nurturing energy and usually they'll meet and a lot of empathic people will meet a narcissist and have a relationship which will form their strength to be one of the most important relationships they have even 
even if you have a relationship, a very healthy relationship, you know, in your life where you get married and everything, I guarantee you most of the time you're going to meet a narcissistic person. But also within that, how much uh, it's like a mirror too. how much of how much of those narcissistic qualities do you have within yourself? Because even though, you know, um, they say empathic person, maybe a nurturing, a good person. Um, but you know, the, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, you know? And there's one thing that I had to learn in my life, you know, I was like, maybe some of the ways I think some of the ways, the decisions that I've made, um, so as like some of these ways in a, in a, in a relationship, I've had a relationship as such with a, you know, I was empathic with the narcissist, but in a lot of ways, I found a lot of narcissism. Well, think about it. You in myself were, you were drawn together because of some sort of unhealed hurt right right and sometimes you you can develop narcissistic type qualities of trying to deflect those mm. hurts onto someone else trying to avoid those or whatever just to to try not to deal with having to the, to deal with the painful or even uncomfortable process of healing it so you can be an uh, uh, empath, but have some of those narcissistic type traits of trying to like just deflect, um, ignore, um, displace maybe um, those hurts so that you don't have to face it right now. Um, but eventually you will because you're empath and you are, you want to change because you don't want to hurt someone else. And once you realize you're hurting someone else, you want to change. Um but yeah, that's well. And, I don't. And, I don't necessarily the the, nar, the the empath is a narcissist, but you kind no. of have similar. Well, there's of, always things you to bring you similar apart. Ways yeah. of handling the hurt because you don't, you know, because you both don't want to deal with it right now. Yeah, because there's more. There's more than just just mm -hmm. the black and white dynamic. There is right. there is a gray area in there too. Um, also, a lot of times the em empathic person. Um, they'll start to learn when they're just drained. They're just like, they don't want to look inwardly. They don't have the ability at that time and place to look inwardly and understand that they are codependent, understand that they lack boundaries and they want to be able to fix right. the love that they needed inside of them by trying to be nurturing and give love to basically avoid that will never, never be loved. Be yeah. There's there's some people that there's nothing you can do. There's just there's just absolutely they're they're not at a level of conscious awareness where they're going to figure it out. You know what I mean? Right. There's no matter no matter no amount of love that you're going to give to someone with a lower frequency, lower consciousness, um, that they would even understand that that is what love is. Yeah. They would even understand that um you are unconditionally giving them love or or whatever the case is because they're too caught up in displacing their hurt displacing their hurt displacing it mm -hmm. at all cost at all cost um without any regard to anybody else um empath might displace hurt only because they're not ready for it but once they see that it's hurting someone they they can't continue that it would hurt them but, right right and 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 eventually logic will trump over emotion you know i mean just like this is enough and and with a lot of arguments with narcissists it's very inverted they're always just flipping everything around right. and you're not you know you might even get in some um point where it feels like uh some kind of tactic something will feel good within yourself to be able to finally get a narcissist Back to rebacked into a corner, into a corner and i'll tell you what pay. it's not pretty it's not pretty doing that you know what i mean and it's not worth it it's really not worth it and and those because people here your energy that's right okay. that's what we gotta understand it's like this is draining you right it's draining you and now um and once you evolve enough then you understand that that is a necessary dynamic it you know it's it's just a necessary dynamic that it's there to teach you something because it always starts with an insecurity right. and if you're consciously aware enough you do the work then when you come out of it you'll be a more confident stronger individual 
because of it and you'll have boundaries you won't yeah. put up with you know any you bs but you'll be you'll be over it you've been there done that it's not good you don't want to get back but i think we should talk about like what it is that that um, a narcissist is doing they're not realizing they're doing or maybe they do that's draining and also earthbound spirit that's draining your energy like tapping in um, all right well it's getting you to a lower frequency yeah right so the thing is um uh you can't pick up something that weighs more than what you can carry yeah you know what i mean and and so just like so all healing yeah. is self-healing means that it's voluntary you may assist you may help if you're a healer yourself you can you can you can assist in people's healings but you're never going to heal someone involuntarily it's not going to end well for you because you know just think about that lower vibrational frequency it's like a weight you know what i mean they're going to pull you down into that hole long before you could ever possibly pull them up to where you are you know what i mean so mm -hmm. it's it's lesson learned then walk away mm -hmm. and and relish in um a better a better life and more re a renewed you know sense of confidence and understanding and uh, cause I had, I had issues with it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you keep on, um, if you want to feel sorry, if someone has a, you know, a lot of issues, uh, a lot of traumatic issues, you want to feel sorry for them, but they continually just, uh, they just go the wrong way. They just continually, you know, they, they get hard into addictions or, you know, just, they They're just creating keep more traumas for creating themselves. more traumas right, you go back to the traumas, but then it's like, then it's like more traumas to feel bad about because they keep creating it. And yeah. It's like, then you're getting drawn into more things to feel bad about. And they see you get right. lower and lower in frequency with them. Absolutely. You, mm -hmm. you, you, you match it. So, so here's another way to protect your energy. So we're talking about narcissists and like earthbounds. You can't you can't match within that frequency. Now, say someone um parallels something that I've gone through, you know, uh, especially through my childhood, you know, and it would make me angry. Now I've had my energy taken from me, and 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 people people who are metaphysical of experiences would know what I'm talking about. But there's there's a difference of being like, oh, I'm tired. And there's like a core of your being that it's like your life force is being drained yeah. from you. You know what I mean? And the reason why is because it's, it's, it's the similarity. If I allowed myself to lower my frequency, to feel those negative emotions, see bad for them. now, yeah. now, now it's, it's drawing out of me because an empathic person is like a generator of, you know, you can use your energy, your God-given energy for great many things. For healing. And if you continue to allow this negativity to rule your life, consume you and go unhealed, then you're just opening yourself up to avoid, to, to allow your energy to be consumed, right. you know, and, and narcissists. So narcissists are like, are like in purgatory you know and purgatory is a very lonely place it's not there's it's, it's, purgatory is you know uh, a one person you know vacation you know so, and and so okay. the thing is what they want to do is they lack empathy they lack the love emotional support that they never received so a lot of times they'll argue with you you know, they'll create arguments. You know why? Because if you argue with them, you might seem like, well, that's counterintuitive. That's counterproductive. Why would I, why would, why would someone want to continually argue with me? Because it's a reaction that they can get out of you. That's how they feel. They feel argumentative. They feel it's angry. And energy that you're giving right. Them. And There's you a, yeah. taking your time, mm -hmm. even if it's a negative connotation you are taking your time and giving them your time right which to them is love 
It's the love that they know because that's the love that they understood from an early age that, hey, you it might be negative, but you're around. You're here. You must you must love me. I'm not alone because you're sitting here arguing with me. And what it's doing to you is it's lowering you down. That's what I'm saying. And you're never going to argue your way out of it well, because the because it, it you all you're going to do is lead to pure insanity because it's always going to go circles and circles and circles. It's never going to make sense. And once you're lower down, once you're lower down, then you're tethered to their frequency. All right. And that's the thing. That's where they want you to be because the empath, like you're saying, has you're like a generator of energy. You um, have endless source of it because you have that natural love to provide healing. All right. So, but even with that generator of energy, you can still have a lower down frequency based on people around you or even earthbound. Um, and it's not just nar- narcissists. It could be someone that's struggling in other ways um, and their frequency is low. And if you're staying with them and engaging with them and their frequency you're going to be lowered and tethered to them um without even realizing it and they want to keep you there um because well as long as they got you by their side they can you know misery loves company be fueled they can be fueled by you um and same thing goes with the earthbounds and now earthbounds are lower frequencies they have not passed on um and they need that higher frequency think of it whenever you go to someone you know that's just full of energy and happiness you almost feel instantly rejuvenated just being around someone that's cracking jokes and smiling and just like just they're full of energy full of life and love um it just feels great to be around them you want to be around them more you want you want you want to be rejuvenated every time you see them Earthbounds are like that. They want to be near you because they want to feel alive again. Narcissists, they want to be around you because, well, you get they get that that uh, gratification, the gratification of keeping you there, that, that energy. No, it's or, about or even can... people, or even control, it, or even other people. It does not just have to be narcissists. I know we talked a lot about narcissists, but there's other people that are at a lower, lower. Um, frequency well there's the the control thing Mm -hmm. what you said that's what i was about to get to is the control thing so what do they want they want control because they have no control and there's things that you need to come to an understanding of is that you have no control over anything so Mm -hmm. so at a uh, a young age when you're vulnerable and there's a lot of conflict and chaos and there's no emotional support what do you lack you lack control when there's traumatic uh, events that cause like PTSD. Mm-hmm. You're in a situation which lacks control. You don't feel in control of yourself. So yeah. what do they want? They want to control someone, mm-hmm. not something. They want to control someone and they want to put you below them, you know, and it's simply, you know, um, putting up boundaries and walking away. And that could go for anyone in your life who treats you that way. It doesn't matter if it's a family member. It doesn't matter if it's your mother or your father. It's, um, it's everything is a reflection because it is an illusion that we are not all one, all fractals from the same source of creation, all different experiences, you know, different channels on the same television. You know, I always thought of like the creation was like when I was ki- a kid, we used to play uh, WCW versus NWO on Nintendo 64. It's like a wrestling game. It was like one of the first ones where you can create wrestlers, you know? And it's like, you know, having to control her. And, you know, it's like creating all these different characters. And they all look different. They all got their own. You can choose their personalities and their mannerisms and their voices and all that stuff like that. But it's like it's on the same system. It's on the same television. It's all, you know, it, it just there's an illusion of separation. You know, so so everybody serves a function in this reality of learning lessons, and you're gonna learn most of your lessons through relationships, and it's all a mirrored reflection. So a way we're not completely separate, is what right? Saying, is that we we're not all, separate at all. We're all on this uh, this human video game right. experience together. Yeah, so we all and in and 
And when you look at life, and here's how to do shadow work. When you look at life, is everything is a lesson. Everything is a mirrored reflection. Now, when you look at other people, because you're what you're doing is look in the mirror. When you look at other people, what do you what do you feel about certain individuals? What what emotions come up right. about you know? And then there, there's also things across the board that most people can agree that are just wrong. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. there's certain things that there's boundaries people should never cross and cruelty towards any life form, stuff like that. But in 99% of the cases, when you look at other people and you have like some kind of negative emotions, feelings, you got to understand that's coming from your perspective, your point of view, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, that's always, the reflection. It's not always that you came across someone that is a, a serial killer or something like yeah. that. Just because you got a bad feeling doesn't mean that they are, necessarily a bad person well yeah it's it's usually because it's it's grudging up something inside of you that you that you got to look within the way out is by going in you know i mean or you can just live your life very uncomfortable and with with all this nasty stuff now when you dig deeper it gets very uncomfortable and that's why people don't like doing the work but i tell you what everything in life is temporary once you once you do the work you become so much lighter you become more loving you know because my my um belief in life is that we all come from the source of creator whatever whatever religion you follow if you follow religion if you do or you don't or you're spiritual i believe that we all are created from this source of unconditional love right and I believe our mission is to be a fractal of that unconditional love and to go venture forth through the cosmos, experiencing anything, any combination of anything there, of any possibility and the infinite dimensions that exist, infinite realities of possibilities. And take and, ref, and take these lessons and the more you develop the more you come into situations that you feel like there's no possible way there can be any kind of unconditional love in this situation and how to take stand outside of yourself and rise above that and look at everything objectively and understanding what it is that i'm coming to learn here because they say like oh the lord you know works in mysterious ways well the what i believe that means it's because it's this is the illusion. Like we are spiritual, energetic beings who are having a dream, thinking that we're not, and that this life is temporary. And then eventually you're going to go back home and then you're going to reflect on your experiences. And depending on those experiences, you might want to come back and do it again. You might want to, you know, um, do some things differently. You might want to you know, just get some lessons you didn't learn, or you might want to, you know, learn some new lessons. It's really exploration, you know, but you come here and you have emotions mm-hmm. and that's what emotion energy and motion. And that's what propels you through this experience. So it's great to have emotions. It's also great not to have them rule you, but it's also a thing, a reflection of how you feel is a good baseline of your shadow work because how you feel is your responsibility because they always say oh you made me feel angry well no one can make you feel anything no that's com- it's completely your responsibility you know and the more you understand it, that you're writing the book and you're the author and you're also the director and you're the star of the show you know <laughs> then the, right. the better you understand that the, the healing can take place. And then and you are in control of your reality. You're in control. Absolutely. Your mind. It's yours. Right. Um, I think that it's good to also say like how you should start out like your day so that you are more just a daily practice. Right. To be aware of your own emotions and energy. This is, doesn't even have to. This is like the beginning of shadow work. Right. Like every day um in meditation check your energy know that it's your energy not someone else's energy um is the first step of shadow work that way whenever you say in the morning you meditate and you know what your energy looks like you know your boundaries um because you can't build a fence if you don't know 
your your yard right versus someone else's so you and there's other methods energetic boundary know where where your yard is where you are so that when other energy starts coming in you recognize it you say that's not mine right Right. now there's a difference between observation of absorbing yeah observation allows you to observe something without being that something without tuning into that frequency and and uh you know absorbing now now when especially metaphysical people you know um very empathetic people who can feel other people's emotions now the first thing you should learn is where am i unhealed because when you feel these other emotions from people you may not be aware that they're actually coming from other people because there's a similarity within you Mm. and now it's often when you start feeling this you know, you might feel it out of nowhere. Then you start reflecting on something that made you feel that same way. Well, it's, that's why there takes an inner deep inner healing. And then when you, when you are healed enough, then you can fit, you know, I physically feel what other people feel all the times. I feel their emotions. I can physically feel their body, you know what I mean? On my body. And a lot of times, like sometimes I've, I felt people crying, like, you know, I'm not even talking to them. They're, you know, miles and miles away from me but i'll feel it actually over my eyes i'll feel it over my eyes and then i'll I'll call and be like hey are you okay are you crying like yeah i'm crying you know what i mean it's like i know and now now if i if i wasn't didn't spend a lot of time healing i would feel i would feel like like you're i would i want to cry and then what i want to do is it's like okay i want to associate that with something unhealed within me that makes me feel like I want to cry. Right. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, you're, you're stopping the flow, you know, you know what I mean? So that's very important. So, yeah. So basically if you're not, um, staying in, in check and in tune mm-hmm. with your own energy, when something else comes at you, you're going to start owning it as your own and say, okay, I guess I feel like crying right now. I have no idea. Like you, you would think that that's you. Right. Um, but because you're in check with your own energy, your own healing process, then you can be more objective and say, okay, that's not me. And I'm not going to let this affect me right now. Yeah. I, and you know, there's, there's people like me who, who want to come express my, um, you know, experiences because I, you know, I typically learn the hard way about these things you know it's like me i'll um one time we were having a conversation uh through text and she was like oh my um my friend's uh father you know he's going through a rough time he just he know and i was like oh well let me i said oh i'll send him my condolences and in that moment something came over me and i felt like i was i was driving i felt like i was having a heart attack which sent me into a, a panic attack and then i told her and i was like I felt like I just had a heart attack and she's like, Oh, well he, that's why he's in the hospital. Cause he had a heart attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then there's like other instances like that. Yeah. Uh, because the transfer of energy doesn't always have to be right. like just by touch or being around somebody or even knowing somebody. Sometimes it's just understanding that we are like all, like you said, it's like a video game. You're creating the characters, but we're all on these pixels together. And these pixels are connected to the other pixels. Like we are all connected energetically. Right. Um, and, 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 and so within this reality, because we do live in this, this, um, third dimensional reality, um, which is, which is expanding into the fourth and fifth dimensional reality, but we still within this dimension contain all other dimensions, all other frequencies in this, in this realm of free will, we have the choice to have then the array of lowest to highest frequency, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and that's where you have to be mindful about your protection. You know, you have to, so what I do um, just in the morning time is, you know, I'll, I'll open up prayer and I'll ground and first I'll give gratitude to Holy spirit. I'll give, you know, gratitude. I get in that frequency of gratitude, sincerely, like, thank you for the blessings of my life. Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for the hard times that show me, you know, um, thank you for the love I have in my life. Thank you for the abundance I have in my life, you know? Um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll call in, 
uh, I like to call an Archangel Michael and I like to call in protection for myself. And I imagine, you know, putting on the armor of God, as I say, and, and, and putting over a shield over me, you know, like a white light over me. And then after that, then I'll call on the presence of God and uh, Jesus and the Holy Spirit and, you know, my archangels and everything. And I feel, you know, I'm, I'm very um, clairsentient that way. I feel it. I feel uh, like mm-hmm. goosebumps. I feel it in my crown. I feel it in my heart, you, you know, see the light. Yeah, I see it very you know, so, but, and then I learned throughout the day too, that um, I like to do that for, you know, before I leave the house. And then I, I, I want to remind myself of this before I go anywhere you know, so it's a continuation practice, but I like to stay in a, in, 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 in emotional, a higher emotional and mental state. Yeah. I, I don't want to be bothered. You know, if we may have conversations about things that um, are difficult, maybe situations that are difficult. And I find myself now after reflecting so much that I'm not lowering myself. It's like someone wants to make you mad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I refuse to get angry. I'm just going to look at it like, oh, well, this is, this is, uh, you know, something in life that obviously is necessary. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times you'll, <laughs> you'll find that because, you know, your ego wants to do, you know, things about it. Like we need to, you know, um, uh, get, uh, get these things involved, take action or whatever. And then you'll see a lot of times that there's like a delay and some things you know what i mean and, and that sh- that tells me this is the synchronicities are always something you have to pay attention to as well divine timing divine timing there's a reason for everything even if yeah. it seems like it's not that great it's divine timing and then of course like i said there are things we can all agree on and it's typically when it comes to harm of people right. that you know but outside of that physical harm you know it might be mental even mental and emotional abuse manipulation sometimes there are are Mm -hmm. factors and lessons that people need to learn you know i mean um and 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 sometimes i think that would would you know we have to understand that sometimes like these terrible things that are forms of abuse um unfortunately happen but then they can be what makes us grow makes us stronger makes us wiser um yeah but but i think that going back to like the meditation every morning that one we're looking at like our energy Mm -hmm. understanding it we're calling on we're doing gratitude and we're calling on um for protection but we also always have this intent that every day is a learning and a growing experience so what do we get we get things that are going to make us learn and grow <laughs> right. and and that is uncomfortable sometimes so we're going to get situations or people or or even earthbound energy that we have to learn how to grow within ourselves so that these things don't affect us right because right? nothing lower can ex- can affect something at a higher frequency mm-hmm. now it's about maintaining that right. that frequency it's about maintaining it, you know, and a lot of that's through emotion and in and, and your mental fortitude, you know, right. if you still feel bothered by things, you know, I mean, right. that's something you have to really deeply reflect into. And if, if you, you feel like going as far as that and you find it difficult that maybe you have that in your mind but you don't know where to go from there, you know, there's always sources, there's always sources and mentor leadership. And, and, and this is one of those things that the universe wants to support you regardless, the creator, you know, your guides, everything wants to support you regardless. If you think that you're a piece of crap, well, they're like, okay, well, I support you. Now, if you think, (laughs) if you think that, that, you know, you're the greatest thing ever. They're going to support you in that, you know, they're going to reflect upon you They're in and, and, and the universe, especially when it comes to the law of attraction and manifestation, the universe reflects on your frequency, not your thoughts. A lot of times your actions, you know, like if you're a negative person, constantly angry, constantly right. battering, constantly looking at life like it's terrible. Well, guess what? Your perspective is and your life is terrible. Yeah. you know <laughs> and you're gonna attract your, those types of things too like right you attract you attract sometimes it. though you don't always attract it and you just you you cross paths with situations 
that were put on that path for you to be challenged and to grow right. with. But sometimes we do attract things based on our energy. So understand your energy first so you can know, okay, am I attracting this? Or is this a situation that I'm that's grudging up motions where I have to do shadow work, right? Right. So. Hey, you yeah. got a fork in the road. There's always, look, you know, the universe yeah. is always going to give you forks in the road. They're always going to give you choices, continual choices. Right. And once you learn a lesson, mm -hmm. typically they'll, they'll bring back us, uh, the lesson in another form just to test you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you make, if you make um, the, the conscious decision to, to want to expand and, and, and grow, that's going to happen. You know, you're always going to continually be tested. And, you know, and my ego told me at one point, I'm like, oh, well, I, you know, I've done so much work. Everything's just going to be, it's just going to be so good. It'll be so nice and peaceful. <laughs> so walk in heaven on earth. And then, um, and, and, and spirits like, well, no, you got some work to do. You're you got, still, you know, you're still living the human experience. <laughs> yeah. You still got some work to do. And, you know, and a lot yeah, of, um, across the heavenly gates yet. <laughs> and a lot of, a lot of these, a lot of the, um, experiences I had that were negative and seemed like, God, I can't, I'm just trying to get through today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have, um, brought me to the actual understanding of being in the moment. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Everything right. is temporary. Like, you know, you feel you maybe you feel sad. Maybe you feel, you know, this or the other. Well, it's it's that's temporary. Maybe I'm I'm just having a really good time right now and I'm having and I'm really happy. I'm building something. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm doing something right now. No matter where I'm at, I want to be right there where I am. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm not gonna be in the past. Because right. the past doesn't exist. I'm not gonna be exactly. future because it doesn't exist either. You know, those are illusions of the mind. You know, the only thing that exists is the current moment right now. Right. And I could be wasting all my time reflecting on things. And a lot of times it's not even a reflection. That's probably a poor choice of words. I can be wasting all my time mm -hmm. continually dredging up stuff and thinking about stuff and, and, and growing this negative emotion without actually you know doing any productivity about finding out where it comes from and right. and what i need to do about it you know and i'm going continually going through the past and the past will affect a future that doesn't exist like i said you know the past and the future they're both illusions they right. don't exist they only exist is right now in this moment right. you so know there's no reason to sit there and dwell in the past dwell in the past dwell in the past when yeah if you go and waste your time dwelling you. on, yeah you're gonna waste it your time dwelling on the past yeah well you better do some work in there then you would be like right. okay well, why what is it about the past that i keep that's another part of shadow work it's another right. telltale right. telltale sign that you've got some work to do if you keep thinking about events that have occurred before and how they made you feel you know and you can't let it go right because there's you're right because there's un uh, unhealed things within you right once you heal it then it doesn't matter it's been passed and you know the funny thing you know a lot of people mm -hmm. um consciously or unconsciously you know don't want to reflect and heal mm -hmm. because it's so uncomfortable you know and you know what it is it's severely uncomfortable but i'll tell you what it's also temporary and the lifetime the remaining, you know, it's like how well you could live with a clearer mind, clearer spirit, you know, following your guidance and your intuition and your passions mm -hmm. is so much better than continually poisoning yourself. And, you know, with these, it's just all these negative things that you're just, you're, you're, you're taking a trauma and it's like a snowball, you know what I mean? You're going to keep rolling that snowball till it's, you know, an avalanche, right? You know, when it's like, you could take that time more effectively and just, just yep. do the work. Yeah. Just do the work yeah. and get it over with. And you know, a lot of the, a lot of the time when you do the work and you get over it, then you're done with it. Then you, you reflect right. on it. You're like, yeah. God, that was so dumb. Well, I, I was that for so long. I was holding on to that for so long. And I was tripping on, I, and then the thing is, so you have like one, initializing event that creates all these subsequent events and it's and it's compounding so you're just expanding and growing something you know 
and 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 it's like you're you're focusing all your energy. Well, you're focusing all your energy. See, this is where the narcissist comes in. Why does a narcissist need your energy? Because a narcissist is focusing all their energy on these negative emotions. Negative emotions yeah, they are ran, they're running out of energy. Running out of energy. They, they need, need more energy to keep their um their obsession on things that they right. can control. <laughs> yeah, because being so, depressed and angry takes a lot of energy. Is draining. It's very draining to right. you. You know, what I mean, it's going somewhere. You know, and they're like, "Well, I need you. I need yours. I need you." Right. I need your you know? energy. <laughs> well, that's been uh, that's that's been our time, and um, we hope you enjoyed it, and we oh, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.